Sometimes if your child is struggling to get along with your spouse, it really can cause some stress in the marriage. Today, we want to provide some hope if that's your struggle. I'm John Fuller, joined by Dr. Greg Smalley and his wife, Erin. They lead the Focus Marriage team here. And we're going to kick off this episode hearing from Dr. Gary Chapman and Ron Deal. Jim Daly and I spoke with them about blended families and what to do when a child is struggling to get along with your mate. Let me go back to that relationship between uh, the blended family members. You had a story about Cynthia and Jeremy who faced Hmm. some challenges when they tried to connect with their stepchildren. What took place there? Yeah, for this one, it was a kind of that I feel displaced phenomenon that sometimes a child feels. So Jeremy and his daughter Chloe had a good relationship, and Chloe was kind of the only woman in the house, right? And how old is she at that point? She's the princess in the home. I think she was 12, if I remember right. Perfect princess time. You know, very much so. (laughs) And all of a sudden, here's the new queen (laughs) in the home, my stepmom. Wow, does that kind of steal my place in dad's heart, in the home, and the certain things that I could do to just help out in the home. I, you know, I had a special place contributed to our family, and, and now that's not needed of me anymore. And so it just feels like, how do I embrace my stepmother? What, what's my new identity in the family, right? There's, a, there's an adjustment that this child has to make. When Gary was talking just a minute ago about the five love languages that occurred to me, sometimes the gift you want to give a child like Chloe is another opportunity to be special. No, you don't have to cook twice a week anymore. No, dad doesn't always sit on the couch and watch movies with you side by side. Now there's sometimes another woman who's in that place. He gets time with you some, but it's not as much as it used to be. But what can we give Chloe? What can dad give her that is special? Maybe he needs to create a new little ritual where they're spending a little time together, where it's just the two of them, that that restores a little of what she feels like has been lost. We are not saying, I always want to be careful and come around the other side. We are not saying dad stops being dad. Dad stops being a parent. He stops having boundaries and limits and consequences. And that would be the wrong application. But just something to help restore what a, a little of what has been lost. Well, and I think uh, where I was going to interject there is being the adult, how you pull back. Emotions can get out of control mm-hmm. in that moment. And especially if there's rivalry, jealousy, those kinds of things. And we as adults, we become like children. Yes. You know, we don't act appropriately. So I think the big question is when you're in that moment and your stepchild is challenging you on whatever grounds it might be, you're taking too much time from my parent, mm-hmm. you know. What are those thoughts that you need to get a control of and back up, take a deep breath, realize you're the adult? I mean, what can you do if your emotions get out ahead of you? I think you got to remain calm. You got to say, what's going on with this child? If I were in their shoes, what would I be feeling right now about me and about these circumstances? And recognize that what appears to be rejection, we talk about this extensively in the book. I think for a lot of step parents, what appears to be rejection is not rejection. It is just a confused child who's trying to figure out how all these adjustments are affecting their life and their place in the home and what their safety and security is. In this case, Chloe's relationship with her dad. If you um, perceive it as rejection, then all of a sudden stepmom is going, fine, I'm backing up. I'm not doing this. Now you're rejecting the child. 
who, by the way, will see that and go, yeah, you didn't really care for me after all, did you? And, and we're unwinding, right? We're not coming together as family. So the adult does have to look past what appears to be rejection and just say, I think it's just a confused child, and it's my job to continue carefully pursuing the child. I think, and Gary, I don't know if you agree with me, but I think that is kind of the key to everything, mm. is that parent's ability to do what Ron just suggested and you got to find a way to do that. Yeah, and I think to also verbalize that to the child. You know, honey, I see what you're saying, and I can see how you would feel that way. You know, if I were in your shoes, uh, I'm sure I'd feel the same way. I tell you what, why don't you and I start having breakfast once a week together? We'll go out together, and we'll just have a chance that two and I can talk about things, and we'll, we'll work our way through this. <laughs> it sounds you good know, already. You know, it's it's that, so it's, warm. It's that kind of yeah. response to the child, rather than saying, you shouldn't feel that way. Yeah, She's right. not here to you know, take you out of my life. No, 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 don't, don't condemn the child. Identify with the child. Yeah. Gary and Ron did a great job of talking through what to do with a child who isn't getting along with the step-parent. So, Greg, let's kind of pull back and apply this to families, all families. Let's just say I've got a child who isn't getting along with my spouse. Um, let's say she won't even speak to my wife. So how can I come alongside my child without betraying my alliance and, and my commitment to my wife? And this is a delicate matter. It really is, and I would say the rule has to be don't allow your child to split you and your spouse because it's so easy. It's like our kids are have this innate ability to mm-hmm. divide and yes. conquer. It, I, you know, I don't think they're doing it on purpose. Maybe they are, but they learn along the way that, boy, if I can get mom saying this or dad saying this, if I can get them disagreeing, then they're in an argument. And then and I'm becomes, off the hook. And then I'm mm-hmm. off the hook. Yeah. And so we just we really need to guard against doing that. Um, another important part of this is not to referee or mediate between your spouse and your child. Oh, I've been I've been in that uh, wearing that striped <laughs> shirt in that m- very murky middle. I don't want to do that again. Oh man, yeah. I remember one time that Gerson and I, our son, we were watching. You know, it was probably a March Madness, so college basketball, and all day long. So Aaron came down to the basement at some point to make sure that Garrison had had completed his homework. Which he hadn't, because we'd been watching basketball <laughs> the whole time. And so, you know, he says, no, Mom, quit worrying. I'll get it done. And she's like, no, you need to go do that now. Well, the game wasn't over. And so, and I let's f- just say it was like 8.30 p.m. on a Sunday night. Oh, of course. <laughs> and the project was due Monday morning. Oh, naturally, yeah. yeah. So I, I think I said something like, you know, hey, Aaron, you know, just relax. You're being really hard on him. Ooh. You know, it's like, give us, you know, we'll be done here real quick. Even now, she's oh, sending my. visual cues that didn't go down so Yeah, well. you yeah. know those scary movies where the person's head turns all the way around? That's kind of what it <laughs> felt like. Because and telling the, your spouse to relax works so well. Exactly. Well, then all of a sudden, Aaron and I are in the argument. Mm-hmm. Garrison's off the hook. And he's still watching the game, yeah. by the way. <laughs> Not exactly. doing his yeah. project. Homework. So, it, oh. again, my, my job is to make sure that my children know that my wife and I are a united team. And that's the posture that, that Aaron and I really try to, to maintain in front of our kids. If we're disagreeing about something, we'll tell our kids, hey, you know what, hold on. Okay, mom and I need to go into the bedroom. We've got to figure this out. We'll be back. The point being is that, that Aaron and I are a team. We need to figure out this stuff before we 
then have these conversations with our kids because mm-hmm. they just they need to see always that that we are a team, we are united. Mm-hmm. And nothing that you're going to do is going to separate us. You know, a house divided will fall. Yeah. And, and so we we work really hard to make sure they understand That's that. That's good. Yeah, and you can always comfort them. But then I always encourage couples, then tell your child to go talk to that parent and direct them to the parent to have a conversation so the other parent has an opportunity to comfort that child and to build that connection with them and to own if they've done something or, you know, whatever. So it's just important that we don't step in and be the comforting one. The good and cop. The, and yeah, the good the cop. cop. And then, yeah. But I always say it's just so important because I often see even like older teenagers who one parent is comforting them, but I'm like, they're 17 and I am guessing they are fully capable of going to the other parent and saying, hey, what you said hurt me. And I said, and if they're not comfortable with that, then offer to go with them. Like, hey, let's go together and talk to dad. This is a life skill opportunity mm-hmm. here. It, yes, yeah. and it's an opportunity for growth. Mm-hmm. Well, the other day, our 15-year-old daughter, Erin, and, and our daughter Annie had, I don't know what was going on, but there was a hard interaction. Erin leaves the room. Annie instantly turns to me, oh, why would mom do that? And, you know, she just starts <laughs> complaining about mom. And so, again, in my mind, I'm instantly thinking, nope, you're not going to split. And so in that moment, my job is to support and comfort Annie, but also advocating for Aaron. And so, you know, I listened to Annie for a few moments and just said, I know that that's really hard. It's discouraging and frustrating when, when you and mom have those hard conversations. But, you know, mom loves you. Mom's a great mom. And she's got your back, and she wants the best for you. She's on your side. No, she's not. No, she is. Hmm. And your mom will do such a great job when you go to her and tell her how that made you feel. Well, I'm not going to do that. No, you're going to. So <laughs> if, if you're not able to walk in right now to her, then, then I'll go with you because you need to give your mom an opportunity to hear you because mm-hmm. your mom cares about you. So all, all that was designed to be there for Annie, but also to support Aaron and as I, her wingman in that situation. Yeah, and I appreciate that. I'm thinking, and the Lord allowed that to happen just before this podcast <laughs> yeah, recorded. Exactly. <laughs> so thank you for and sharing. Now, what because, else are we so talking about? if we stop about? doing the podcast, will that mean that our kids will stop misbehaving? Pretty much, it? as oh, long nice. as you give God you know, the <laughs> opportunity to use Aaron's word, <laughs> he'll take advantage of it. Well, there is so much in the book that uh, Ron Deal and Gary Chapman wrote called Building Love Together in Blended Families, and we'll encourage you to get a copy of that book from us here at the ministry. Make a donation today. We'll send that book to you as our thank you for joining the support team. Uh, We are listener-supported, and uh, you'll get lots of great stories and advice like you heard from them earlier. And if you're struggling in your marriage because of how a child is acting, then uh, heed Greg's advice. Try to be unified as a team. If that's difficult, give us a call. Um, We have counselors here that can help you kind of unpack what some of the issues are. It'll be a fairly quick call, but they'll uh, hear you out. They'll pray with you. They'll offer suggestions for next steps to get you in the right direction. And that uh, caring Christian counselor is a phone call away. 800, the letter A in the word family. Well, you're going to hear more from Gary and Ron next time. And for now, on behalf of Greg and Aaron Smalley and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. <laughs>